Even though this is our third pregnancy, it's our first gender surprise. I just know it's a boy. <laughs> Then explain my weird pregnancy cravings. Boy or girl, we just want the baby to be healthy. We've spent months researching the best place to deliver our daughter. Son. So, the one thing we're not keeping a surprise? It's, it's an, an Eastside, Eastside baby. baby. With maternity and NICU experts, breastfeeding support, and more. Celebrate your baby's birthday at Eastside Medical Center. Visit itsaneastsidebaby.com to learn more. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is cared for by Eastside Medical Center, providing quality care to Gwinnett County and the greater Atlanta area for over 38 years. And hello again, everybody. My name is Stephen Julian. I am your host today for Gwinnett Business Radio here from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios inside the beautiful Sinesta Atlanta Gwinnett Place Hotel. With me today as my trusty co-host is Amanda Pierch. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Stephen. How are you today? I, I'm doing great. I don't know if I said that in my introduction, but it was a very, it was that standard, just, just get into it and just, I don't even remember what I said. So thanks for pointing that out. How are you doing? I am well, despite my raspy voice. Please excuse me. You, uh, you've got some cough drops and you've got your, now what kind of tea is it? It's not tea. It's just hot water, Sorry. lemon, and honey. Hot water, <laughs> lemon, and honey. And that's going to help your throat. And That's what the doctor said. You're going to battle through. Yes. Well, I'm glad you're here battling with me. We have a fantastic guest with us today, uh, Nadia Bozeman and Joey Costello from Peachtree Ridge High School. They are part of the Peachtree Ridge Robo Lions Team 1261. Before we get to them... Uh, apart from your cold, you also had uh, an ugly sweater contest that you competed in, Amanda. Talk a little bit about that. I, Amanda Around Town, talk Amanda about it. Amanda Around Town. So I represented Gwinnett Business Radio X at the Gwinnett Working Chamber event last Friday, and they had a holiday sweater contest. Mine wasn't ugly enough to win, but cheers to um, the winner, whose was a bit wacky. I did want to give a shout-out to our community partner, Duluth Bagel 101 Cafe. They were kind enough to supply us with a party platter of bagel bites that went off. They, they it went off. And, and they if, were gone. If people weren't able to be at this fantastic event, they can see your uh, around town photos uh, through through our social our, media, yeah, Facebook page. And that leads to another little tease at the end of the show that I think you're going to give about something very a very important milestone. That Exciting. We I uh, did want to share really quickly. If yeah. you'd like to enjoy some of those bagel bites or some of the iced coffee with their signature eye cubes, you can go and visit Duluth 101 Bagel Cafe. They are located in the district in Duluth. Fantastic. Uh, one other thing I'll remind everybody of, Gwinnett Business Radio is uh, cared for by Eastside Medical Center, quality care close to home. Eastside Medical Center has been a community health care leader for over 39 years. Nationally recognized for patient safety, Eastside focuses on delivering quality care with exceptional outcomes by using the most advanced technology and experienced physicians. That's a great combination. For more information on Eastside System of Care, visit eastsidemedical.com. All right. Time to bring in our guests. Uh, this is a very special show. We have two high school students sitting across the table from us. And you might be thinking, Gwinnett Business Radio and Robotics, how does that match? And how does that sync up? We're going to get to that. So uh, Joey Costello and Nadia Bozeman from Petrie Ridge High School and Team 1261 Robo Lions, welcome to the studio. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So first question, uh, Petrie Ridge Robotics, Team Robo Lions. Joey, uh, you are, I guess I should do introductions. Joey, you are the overall team leader, correct? That, that's correct. Okay, and Nadia, you head up the business team. Yes. Okay, um, so 
Joey, as the overall team leader, I'm going to start with you. You give us the overall picture of what uh, what Team Robo Alliance is all about. All right. Um, so basically, we're a high school robotics team that our primary mission is to help spread STEM throughout our community and allowing our students at Peachtree Ridge High School um, a unique opportunity to experience maybe their career interests in the future, um, primarily through engineering, design, programming, and including business. Um, so we do that through com competing through a competitions uh, throughout the United States and through Georgia. Um, and we continue to spread STEM to our community through participating in parades and stuff like that. Um, so our primary like mission goal is to spread STEM throughout our community. And um, I think that's a really big umbrella for what robotics does as a whole, including bringing in those students to help have an impact and help spread that idea. Um, Nadia, when it comes to uh, school competition, mm -hmm. uh, people think of basketball, football, baseball, whatever. It, usually it's a sport. And there's usually kind of a governing body and, and, and everybody knows the rules. I don't think a lot of people listening know the <laughs> rules of robotics. and how, I mean, do you, So talk a little bit about the overarching structure. What's the organization behind it? Uh, and, and what a robotics competition looks like? What is it you guys are doing? Well, um, in a typical robotics competition, we will have alliances that are made up of three different teams. And then we go three versus three. And we basically, we're not going against each other. We're just trying to raise more points than the other team by completing our objective faster or more efficiently. And that's basically how you wind up winning. And this, ro this robot, this is a robot from years past and it just gets passed down from team to team. Talk about what the robot is and, and what you guys actually do over the entire season of robotics. Okay, so basically uh, the organization that we participate with called FIRST, which stands for For Inspiration and Recognition of Science and Technology, releases what's called a game challenge every year. Um, and this year for each season is completely new from the past season. And so essentially what we have to do as a robotics team is build a robot from scratch based on what we need to accomplish during the game. Uh, for example, last year we had to emulate being on some sort of like um, not Earth planet where we had to um, load cargo and hatches onto a spaceship in order to get ready to leave the planet. And so typically these competitions are like really STEM based in that they uh, make us think and stuff like that. Um, as far as like building the challenge itself, we have to build the entire rover from scratch, prototype it, design it, program it um, based on these parameters. Actually before this year, we had six weeks to do all of that. Um, so yeah, that includes prototyping, programming, all that, building it, you know, testing it, all that stuff. So it's That's a really big task. A yes, yeah. it's a lot, a lot of time. Do you guys have a laboratory or something that you're able to um, perform all these functions and stuff at school? Or do you have to do this on your own time in your own space? Um, so thankfully, Gwinnett County has a fantastic what's called a D3 space at Peace Ridge. It's in the, the new-ish iPod that we have at our school where we're able to use a multitude of power tools in addition to having spaces for all of our sub teams, our four sub teams. And so we do a lot of our work, if not most of our work through that. Now, do you guys, because it's a competition, you're mm -hmm. all kind of working um, congruently in the same room, 
do you kind of try and take a peek at what the other guy is doing or do you have some type of barrier to keep your secret sauce special? <laughs> How do you kind of um, differentiate? So when we're building the robot during the prototyping and stuff like that, typically the, the first community in and of itself, the teams are very open with each other. And so typically we won't like try to necessarily like spy on anyone or anything like that, but we will, you know, ask questions or say, we're doing blank to do this task. How are you guys doing it? How are you guys approaching it? And we, we um, do more of like a learning perspective on things. We're not necessarily trying to steal someone's idea. We're trying to learn what they're doing and hopefully have our own twist on it or something like that. So even though you're competing against other schools, even at the competitions, you're teaming up and, and there's kind of a round robin of teaming up. But even while you're building at your school and another school at their school and, and various places, there's this online community of just asking questions and learning from each other. And, mm -hmm. oh, in past years, we did this when we were trying to do that with a robot. Yes. So, so I mean, and that's the beauty of technology and things like that. Nadia, let me ask you this question. Uh, Joey brought up sub teams. I want you to take a, a minute and just kind of just kind of lay out what the different teams uh, are of of uh, Team Robo Lions and, and what they kind of oversee. Well, I'd like to explain this by going along with a typical design process. When we are told what our objective is for the season, we come together and we try and figure out, well, how is our robot going to achieve that task? What is it going to look like? What is it going to have? And CAD, which is computer-aided design, they're basically taking our ideas and creating a robot from it. And they're going to use accurate measurements and all of that on the computer. They pass that on to build, which very literally builds the robot. That's the mechanical, the electrical, and they will put together the metal husk of our robot and finally give it to programming, who will push the code onto the robot and um, basically ensure that it completes its objective. We're talking with uh, Joey Costello and Nadia Bozeman. Uh, they are with the Peachtree Ridge uh, Robotics Team, Team Robo Lions Team 1261. If you're a business leader listening, uh, hang on till the end of this interview because there's going to be a way for you to partner and invest in this team. And speaking of the community, how does your team outreach to the community? Well, um, so the main thing that we outreach is STEM which is science, technology, engineering, and math. And the reason why we focus so heavily on STEM is because that is our future. That's where the careers are at, the focus. That's where the money's at. And so it's really important to let other people know about STEM and try and get them involved in it as well. And it's always best to start while they're young because when they're younger, it's gonna stick with them more. And the way that we are most involved in our community is through mentoring middle and elementary school teams that also do robotics. It's a lot simpler than what we do because they do it with Legos and the code that they use is definitely a lot more simplified, easier to look at, anybody could figure it out. But we go there, our members, once or twice a week to several different schools within our cluster and basically help guide the students to um, complete their objective. Wow, that's amazing. And let me ask you, because you're a woman that is breaking ground in this possibly industry and in this field and in this program what is the ratio of men to women of the people that you mentor in this program there's definitely a lot more boys um, but the girls I feel like when I go there and I see the way that they're interacting with each other they definitely take on more of a leadership role amongst the other boys which I find kind of hilarious but they respect that mm -hmm. so it's nice to see that. Good for you. And uh, just and so I'm one of the reasons that uh, they're on the show today is my son is is part of the team, and uh, I've 
kind of helped mentor them a little bit. And, and I wanted to ask you guys, you're mentoring kind of the next generation of middle school and elementary school students, but you guys are being mentored uh, by some adults. But before I get to that, Amanda, I want to make a comment ab about your question. Um, last year's overall team lead was uh, a woman. Uh, Nadia is the head of the business team, uh, and she is a woman. And congratulations, the head of, Nadia! The head of the Thank programming you. sub team uh, is a woman. It, uh, those are the three. Those are what I can think of. So, yeah. yeah there's also our CAD lead this year is also um, a woman. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. represent. I like yeah, to see definitely. it. Women yeah. empowerment. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, let me ask. So let me ask you guys. Who's mentoring you guys? Talk a little bit about that. Um, so I'll just briefly explain. So. When we have these partnerships with uh, businesses in our community or businesses that are in our area, typically what we like to do is, what are we, we love to do actually, is bring in those employees that work there to help um, guide our students on the right path. For example, uh, one of our awesome sponsors, Viasa, actually uh, an employee there, He's really awesome and working with us to help our programming team really excel. And it's fantastic because these people that come over, not necessarily just from that single company, help give our students um, a view into the career field that they might want to go into at some point. And um, they help us a ton. We are always love to bring more people in. Um, our business team, all that stuff, it's fantastic. The kids, I think once they see that kind of skill set, it really helps them, you know, not just hearing from some teacher or like, I'm not necessarily, um, but it's it's really awesome. Well, they help our students. And some of your main mentors, uh, somebody who helps with the build uh, is uh, father of former students, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you've got yes. parents who do it even after their kids graduate. Oh, yeah. Uh, you also so you talked about Viasat. Who are some of the other business partners uh, that are great partners for you guys uh, this year and in past years? Um, so for our business team, unfortunately, the the sponsorships that or the mentors that we've had have been kind of um, preoccupied. Uh, yes, um, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, in the business world and in many worlds, it's really hard to find time to you know work with us. Although we're very flexible with that kind of thing. Um, so I, we have a really fantastic mentor from the Hudgens Arts Center um, nearby that she has helped a lot, especially in um, last year. We also have a group of parent mentors who um, work in various fields, in, um, primarily in business, who come have started to come in and play a huge role on our um, getting the back end of like parent involvement and uh, meal planning and stuff like that has been an immense help and stuff like that. And uh, sometimes they can't mentor with time, but they've mm -hmm. uh, some of your business uh, partners have been able to help financially. So give a nice little shout out to some of the partners that have uh, been behind you guys oh, yeah. financially, if if not necessarily with that flexibility of time. Oh yeah, um, some definitely some notable uh, companies would be Viasat. We love Viasat so much. Uh, Motorola, Maxis. Um, Gwinnett County also helps us out a lot. Eastern Data. Um, ZF. Yeah, ZF. Um, fantastic, fantastic companies that have been helping out. And sometimes parents get you booked on Business Radio X to do a nice little... Yes, Sorry, I was fishing there. Um, so, uh, Joey, I'm going to ask you a question as the yes. overall team lead. This is, uh, this is as in-depth as I can get, mm -hmm. so enjoy it. Okay. Um, you guys talked about how great you have a relationship with the people you're competing against. The organiz there's, there's so many teams across Georgia and across the country, and you guys even do world competitions. Uh -huh. um, but now it's your time 
to be uh, that leader and answer this question, what makes the Robo Lions different from all the other teams? Okay, so different from, so the other team robotics teams, um, they typically, if you go to one of our competitions, uh, you'll see the differences and um, how like they approach different um, you know scenarios or they do things differently as far as like, um, structuring their team and stuff like that. What makes us different from them is that we like to focus on a more professional business type um, structure on our team. Um, and a lot of businesses you'll have, as far as my knowledge, again, I can't speak to everything, but uh, we have specific, more overarching, you know, positions mm-hmm. um, as opposed to like specific, um, you know, what is the word, stratified almost, sure. where you have like these micromanagers, but we see it more as you know you have that manager of that office that works with those people and we try to like almost emulate that and you won't see that a lot in other in other teams because you know it's not as popular with the kids everybody wants a title you know so (laughs) all right that's a good answer Mm -hmm. all right nadia i'm going to come to you now uh what makes team robo lions different from all the other clubs at your school Well, I would definitely say um, that our subject matter being STEM and building robots, that's not something that you can see on a lot of different teams and clubs at our school, um, which is really wonderful because, like I stated before, STEM is our future. And so you can always go pro in programming, um, building CAD, but you can't always go pro in basketball or baseball. And so that's something that we're able to offer to our members that's different from other teams and clubs. But along with it, the way that we approach the um, problems that we're given and having to solve as team members of robotics is different because it's real world application. We're actually hands on building a robot. We're creating a code from scratch. We're catting all by ourselves and we're creating business relationships. That's fantastic. I wanted to ask you a question, speaking of all these awesome robots that you've had the opportunity to build, before the show we were kind of talking about some of the ones that you've had success with in the past. Mm -hmm. Share a little bit about one of the robots that you've recently built. Um, So our most recent robot, nicknamed Pumbaa, because of the way it looked, you, I mean. Like from the Lion King? Yeah, from the Lion King, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't think it looked anything like this. (laughs) But it is a good thing. If you look at it from the front, you can kind of tell, but. um, Way to be a leader, good job, (laughs) If, you know what. It's his vision. I'm sorry, I stepped all over The team decided as a whole that, you know, we were trying Uh, to find a name, you were like, hey, it kind of looks like a lion from the front. So we were like, oh, Pumbaa, there we go. I like it. And actually our backup robot was named Timon. So we got two people from you know the Lion King, so it's kind of inspired by that. Um, what were the functions of that robot aside so, from its awesome yeah, name? Aside from the name, <laughs> yes. Um, so our robot was actually able to. So in order to understand the functionality of a robot, it's kind of important to understand a little bit about the game itself. Um, so in the game, we would have these um, think of like a, a bouncy ball, except maybe the size of a volleyball, double time like kind of a like yoga that. ball, big, like a yoga yeah. ball, yeah. And so part of our what we would do is we would take those um, yoga type balls and we would shoot them into specific holes or targets. And so we were able to pick those balls up from the ground using uh, wheels in order to take them off the ground and shoot them. In addition to that, we also had these big um, plastic type, which we call hatches, that had Velcro on the side. And we're actually able to pick those up and place them where we need to go, part of our functionality. And towards the very end, actually this is something that we were able to develop over time. We actually didn't have this at the very um, 
and until towards the very end because we're constantly trying to improve our design. Uh, part of the end of the game is uh, something called climbing, where essentially there's these um, six-inch platforms that if you climb on top of them, you'll get extra points at the end of the game. And so we were, our design team, our engineering team, and our programming team actually you know, clanked heads together and decided, what if we stuck some pistons on the, on the end of our robot to help us climb up there? Yeah. And it actually turned out to be a fantastic idea because we could out climb onto that seam. So that's a really big part of our robot now is we can climb up to level two on this platform to gain extra points. And that just kind of shows how we're constantly looking for ways to improve our design and stuff like that. And it's important to note that this year, for this year's competition, the rules and the, the tasks and what you guys are going to do and the competition could be absolutely 100% completely different from last it year. It could be... It, it's it's 100% different. They'll redo the entire rule book, which is about 200 pages long, 300 pages long that we have to learn and stuff like that. It's completely different than what we've seen. Yes. All right. So uh, now we get to the most important question I think that I wanted to ask. Uh, you are on Gwinnett Business Radio. You have a business sub team that's part of a robotics team. So, Nadia, I'm going to ask this question. Uh, I think everybody knows why sponsors are necessary because these robots aren't built for free yes mm-hmm. um but it's not just that you're asking for a donation talk about how you want to partner and what you're looking how you're looking to partner with the local business community so um our mentors are a really big part of our success as a team overall because after all we are just 14 15 16 year old kids we can't possibly figure out the best way to do everything on our own and being able to not only partner with um, companies for monetary aid but also for that knowledge and that experience and wisdom that employees can bring in with them when they come and visit the team is something that we've really been blessed with over the past couple years to have so much help Um, and we also just really want to expand our variety and the number of companies that we have relationships with because it just is a really great way to um, get everybody involved in STEM and help companies feel the future because we are the future. We are um, going to be the future business leaders, the engineering leaders, and so on and so forth. So, yeah. so I think it's very important to note, uh, Joey, uh, the Robo- Team Robo Alliance is a 501c3 organization, correct? Yeah, yeah. correct. So, so any money that's donated is a tax-deductible tax deductible yeah. donation to the company. Correct. Uh, but even beyond that, mm-hmm. uh, there's also there's also some recognition. I mean, people Absolutely. who partnered with, I mean, you guys are wearing shirts mm-hmm. and that have yeah. your company names on the back and what else can what else could businesses get out of their investments and um, donation so our emphasis as far as like corporate sponsors is never it's never for us been here's some money go do whatever no we want to build the partnership between our com- between people who want to support our team and there are multiple ways we do that um, like you just mentioned on the back of our shirts that we're wearing right now we have our um, high level sponsors on the back of our shirts to help with company exposure especially in the local communities we're constantly wearing these shirts at competitions um in fact we went to world championships um this past season and the season before that we're hoping to keep that up um where over thirty-five thousand people were in attendance wow um so we're especially trying to help these smaller more local businesses get the exposure that you know they need in addition to that not just on our shirts but on our robots um on our banners on anything we do your company name or their company name could be on there and and it's, of course, 
So get a donation, get some marketing. Absolutely. Marketing material, videos, pictures, all kinds of stuff. So what type of sponsorships do you seek? Does the person need to be or the company need to be in the tech space or could it be just anybody that that has um, a curiosity or is willing to support? It could be anybody. Obviously, there's a connection when they are also a STEM-based company, Mm -hmm. and uh, mentorships can also rise more easily from those kinds of companies because that obviously is the majority of our team is STEM. But it could honestly be anybody, and Mm -hmm. we are really well-rounded in the fact that we do have a business team, so anybody works. Very cool. Mm-hmm. You mentioned you mentioned the mentorships. Do mm-hmm. those mentorships with these companies, like you mentioned, bias bias lead to internships when you guys? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, so that and translates into an internship mm-hmm. and then possibly a position within that company. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's exciting. Yes. And, and I was gonna. So I'm gonna answer your question, uh, Joey and Nadia. May I step in as mentor of the mm-hmm. team? Oh, sure. Sure, 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 sure. So uh, I was able to take Nadia and two other uh, members of the business team. And we did a uh, professional business presentation to a uh, local insurance company, and we were pitching them the idea of being the official insurer of the robot. <laughs> now, yeah. that doesn't mean the robot would have insurance. Sure. <laughs> right, of course. But, yeah. So uh, these, these guys, when they make it to Worlds, they travel to the World Competition in Houston. There are local travel companies. How about a local airline or a local travel company being the the official travel partner of Team Robo Alliance? Mm -hmm. Um, We are also in negotiations to talk about doing a uh, business event at the end of the year for any partner or sponsor uh, to come and actually drive the robot themselves, get pictures with the robot, all kinds of marketing swag and Mm -hmm. material to be able to use to say we gave to a team of future business leaders and future technical leaders mm-hmm. and we we invested in them so I, we wanted to see more than just a donation but to be an investment all kinds of school groups are asking for donations and there's nothing wrong with that but here's an opportunity for local business leaders to be partnered and to get an investment back for their dollars that they absolutely. put in mm-hmm. and fueling our future absolutely, the of our absolutely. Future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. i do have a question i'm very curious because you guys build robot after robot year after year where do they go? Do you Robot park heaven. them? <laughs> do you disassemble um, them and utilize the parts for the next uh, competition? Or do you just have a stash of all these wonderful creations? So uh, we actually just um, rearranged some of our space. So we actually have something called the Robot Row uh-huh. now. So we do have uh, previous year's robots. How many? Um, we have five previous year robots. One of them happens to be our t-shirt robot that we built um, a couple years ago that we bring to events such as the Swine Day Parade and the Luth Parade uh, where we shoot t-shirts out to the crowd. We do it to our local football games. Uh, one time we actually went to one of the Gladiator games um, over at the arena. We were able to shoot uh, t-shirts off. But uh, we from, actually... From the ice? Yes, on the ice. And the robot could handle being on the ice? Um, I'm Kind of? Slippery? Just a little, a little bit? Little bit yeah. Yeah. Put ice so. skates on him. Yeah. <laughs> we could. We, had the we it out. Why not put ice skates? We're, we're so. trying to be engineers. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out somehow. Um, and we actually have previous competition year robots there as well. Um, this past year's, the year before that, and the year before that. Um, so there may... We keep them in order to, you know, use as learning tools to see what how we were thinking previously. We also use them for um, outreach events too. Mm-hmm. We have a robot. I can't remember the name. Genesis. You oh. um, actually take these big yoga balls, probably like maybe like a. Um, 1.5 times the size of a yoga ball and we can actually you know lob it at a kid to hold to like catch <laughs> not to hit him not to hit him just it's catch <laughs> now and if you could do yeah. one that shoots tennis balls then you could keep my dog entertained for a very long <laughs> oh, yeah <time>. <laughs> 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 definitely 
I'm just glad Joey's used the word yoga balls like five times because mm-hmm. I, yeah. I was the one who suggested it. All right, Nadia, I'm going to go back to you for the most important question. Uh, for those people who want to uh, learn a little bit more about uh, the robotics team and also uh, especially business leaders or people who are looking to mentor any way that they would want to partner, uh, give the contact information and how people can find out more about the, the team. Well, the easiest way to get the most information about our team would definitely be through our website, prhsrobotics.com. And to get more information and direct contact with the team, you could definitely email me, Nadia, at nadia.b at prhsrobotics.com. Joey, as the team leader, would you like to give your email as well? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my email will be joey, J-O-E-Y dot C at prhsrobotics.com. Feel free to reach out to me as well if you have any questions or you were interested in getting more information. Of course, I would direct all business inquiries towards our business coordinator, absolutely. Nadia. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Um, but I'm also open if any questions. So you're open for interviews. Nadia's open to do business. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> exactly. yeah. She that. is our business coordinator. Uh-huh. Absolutely. All right, Nadia uh, Bozeman and Joey Costello, thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you guys for letting us. Yeah, absolutely. So, Amanda, what'd you learn today? A lot. I have lots of questions, but I'll save that for after the show. Uh, There you go. Mm -hmm. So, off air. And I'm sure people listening have lots of questions, so they can reach out and ask questions through those emails. Uh, Before we close the show, uh, I'd like to recognize another one of our great partners, and that is the Macronutrient Meal Plan by Chef Jarvis. Honey, I sure am hungry. There's nothing to eat. I don't feel like ordering takeout. Me too. I wish we were on the macronutrient meal plan by Chef Jarvis that I told you about. Right now, we could be enjoying Chef's five-star quality, healthy, and delicious meals. They would have been delivered right to our doorstep. Well, let's go to his website and sign up now. What was his website? It's chefjarvis.com. C-H-E-F-J-A-R-V-I-S.com. I'm on the site. Wow, look at this. He says we can eat like royalty every day without lifting a finger, and all of his ingredients are antibiotic, hormone and GMO free. Everything is completely gluten and sugar free. His plan options are a monthly subscription service so when we register we'll get food for the entire month. No commitments, no contracts. This is awesome. See honey, I told you. We'll save a ton of money and time on grocery shopping and cooking. With the two of us we get a multi-person discount. That was quick. Our first delivery will be here tomorrow. I can't wait. I'm only saying this because we have STEM students in the studio today (laughs) from uh, technology uh, and build robots. That was the greatest sound effect of an old Apple IIe keyboard that I've ever heard in my life. That was fantastic. That was Mike plucking away at the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> that just that was one of those old timey when they knew how to make keyboards. Mashing on for the your keys. for your old Apple IIe. So uh, all my tech buddies can shout out at me. Uh, Amanda, I want to thank you for being uh, my co-host today, and uh, you are going to remind every. There was a tease I gave at the beginning of the show. Talk the about tease. that. The well, social first media. of all, thank you for tolerating me. Oh, and Nadia and Joey, it was a pleasure. Speaking Speaking to both of you, the teaser that I had is once upon a time, we put a post out about Mr. Mike Salmon receiving a pie in the face. Well, we reached our goal on social media through Facebook of a um, a thousand likes. Thank you, everybody who has um, helped propel us through social media. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn at GwinnettBusinessRadioX.com. Excuse me, you can visit us at GwinnettBusinessRadio.com. But nonetheless, on Monday the 16th is the day that Mike's going to get pied in the face. And you know what I love about it? It's going to be all over social media. It's going to be all over. We're going to do a Facebook Live. I'm going to do some slow-mo videos. So if you don't happen to catch it live... 
you will be able to catch it later on. And you were asking me if I wanted to pie Mike be in the, the pie. You know, yes. I, I think we should open it up for donations and see donations. who would donate the most. We don't and have a lot of time. Donate to the robot. Well, I don't know about team. that. We could donate it to <laughs> other. I don't know. We'll see. I so, I, I would at least give five bucks to five the Okay, we have five. We have five. We have an opening bid. Are you opening? Are you bidding six? I'll donate five. No, no. Well, why don't I have to go up higher. you? Yeah, because no. it's got. We're not doing multiple pies in the face. It's just one, and it's. But we we're trying see what to. We're trying to raise money. All right, we we've gone off the rails because we're so excited about throwing a pie in Mike's face. So for the uh, indomitable Mike Salmon who produced the show today, and for Amanda, my uh, trusty co-host, and thanks to our guests Joey and Nadia. This is Stephen saying we'll catch you next time on Gwinnett Business Radio. Oh. Thank you.